Remember Colin Kaepernick? Remember the greatest quarterback in NFL history kneeling for the national anthem only to be blackballed by the NFL because they didn't like his freedom of speech because they thought that they could be racist against Colin Kaepernick? Remember the outrage from the left-wing media? Remember Francis Maxwell getting down on his knees And praying to Colin Kaepernick, that's right, I was going to say praying the whole time, ignore the fact that there was clearly an edit there. Well, I have always said, and I will always maintain, you can go back and play back the tape if you don't believe me, I have plenty of videos where he's mentioned, that Colin Kaepernick was actually blackballed by the NFL. And despite the fact that in his second to last season, he was statistically the worst quarterback in the NFL, and I believe in his last season, he was the third worst quarterback because he was able to run, he was actually the worst passing quarterback, Kaepernick likely, if not for the kneeling for the national anthem thing, would have been able to secure a backup quarterback position in the league. But remember, people wanted to pretend that Kaepernick was some superstar, that we were talking about the Kaepernick that went to the Super Bowl, not the severely declined player at the time that he was doing the kneeling. And they pretended like Colin Kaepernick was made to suffer for his actions, despite the fact that he got a new Nike contract that he would not have gotten if not for the kneeling. And despite the fact that Kaepernick was basically made into a household name even though he was not that good of a quarterback and honestly his career would have been quite forgettable and when you think about all the actually really talented and winning quarterbacks that happen to be black or half black or part black or whatever in the NFL to this day Kaepernick would have been completely and totally and utterly irrelevant he was not a transformative player yet I still maintain that at least for the season after the kneeling he could have been able to get a backup contract if not for the fact that he He had become poison based on the fact that he was kneeling for the national anthem. I truly believe that, and I will maintain that. Well, in today's story, we have a situation that's an actual First Amendment violation. In today's story, we have a situation where a coach at a university, a federally funded university actually decided to take action against a soccer player who refused to kneel for the national anthem, which is one of the reasons why you're not hearing about this story. But before we get into this, this video is sponsored, so let me chuck it to the sponsor, bring it back over here, and we'll discuss it on the other side. This is heading for $2,000 an ounce, and that's not me saying this, that's not my speculation, that's according to Bank of America's own interpretation of the data, and considering at the beginning of this month, we started at around $1,800 an ounce, and it's steadily climbing, it doesn't look like that's outside of the realm of possibility, and considering all the problems in the crypto market, it makes sense that people would look for a safe haven in something tangible, something real, something with a long track record of being able to hedge against inflation, and of course that's gold and luckily for you guys i'm actually sponsored by noble gold investments and if you go over there you can talk to an expert look up what you can do to secure your retirement and if you open a qualifying ira this month you will be gifted an american virtue three ounce silver coin that's three ounces of silver and all you have to do is call them at 877-646-5347 or visit them at noblegoldinvestments.com and open a qualifying ira noblegoldinvestments.com again that's noblegoldinvestments.com at james river high school kirsten henning was a standout soccer player the midlothian native went on to shine at virginia tech 
Tech, where she walked onto the women's soccer team in 2018 and started 37 matches in her first two seasons at the university. But according to a federal lawsuit filed on March 3rd, Henning says this season she was benched and eventually forced off the team for refusing to kneel before games during the fall season. So Kirsten Henning is the athlete that we're talking about, and she actually played girls soccer at Virginia Tech. And through 2018 to the 2020 season, she was a midfielder and defender for the team. Now, obviously, things all fell apart during the time of the virus. However, the season did, in fact, resume in 2021. And by this time, Kirsten had secured herself a starting position on the team. However, of course, Black Lives Matter happened in 2020. And along with unparalleled rioting and destruction in our nation, we also got a series of unparalleled virtue signals and that virtue signaling continued on strong into 2021. So before the game, they had decided as a university, the coach had decided as a coach that he wanted to do a unity pledge. And in fact, the school would actually announce this unity pledge in honor of St. George Floyd at the beginning of each and every game. And the players were expected to kneel as a sign of unity because, you know, what's more unifying than kneeling to disrespect our country in the name of woke virtue signaling. However, Kirsten was not having it. However, Kirsten decided that she actually had legitimate beliefs. She didn't hate the United States of America, and she did not support Black Lives Matter, the organization, although in her filings, she said and made clear, of course, she supports the idea that black people's lives matter, which, by the way, is something that Black Lives Matter, the organization and movement actually is pretty ambivalent on the majority of black people being murdered are of no interest to them the only things that they're interested in is the rare unicorn where a white person kills a black person or the double unicorn where a white police officer kills a black person again nine instances of unarmed black people being killed by the police a year and that's what the whole global movement is focused on absurd insane and kirsten decided that she wasn't going to stand for it or to be more accurate she decided that she wasn't going to kneel for now, Virginia Tech, like many universities, has a bunch of students that go on federal student loans. There's also Pell Grants and all this federal money that's attached to the school. Also, Virginia Tech, from my reading, is a state school. So you have double, triple, quadruple First Amendment protections when it comes to Virginia Tech. So obviously, Kirsten was allowed to have her freedom of speech. She was allowed to make her political statement. And she wasn't punished because what I'm told is that America's evil, white, and racist and obviously this white girl not kneeling for Black Lives Matter in the state of Virginia would not have been a problem. Well, obviously, I wouldn't be doing this story if that were the case because it would be a complete non-story. I mean, for God's sake, we're talking about women's soccer of all things. So, of course, as you can imagine, she was punished by her coach for not bending the knee, literally, to the woke mob, for not obeying Black Lives Matter. And when they got into the locker room at halftime, he chewed her out. He yelled at her. He screamed at her. He pointed at her face and other players on the team were like, wait a minute, aren't we here to play a soccer game? Don't we have to come out after halftime and continue the game? And the coach was like, no, that is not important. What is important is that I, as a coach, am seen as a virtuous white savior. So that way I can go back to all my friends. We could pat each other on the back and say, wow, what a great job. We knelt for Black Lives Matter during the national anthem. Look at all the minorities that we saved by kneeling for the national anthem. Henning filed the lawsuit against her former coach, Chugger Adair, claiming he engaged in a campaign of abuse and retaliation that caused her to leave the program. 
In the wake of social justice and the Black Lives Matter movements, several students have taken a knee before games in a show of support. Henning's lawsuit claims she supports social justice, but doesn't support the BLM organization. And along with the yelling, along with the personal attacks, along with the getting in the face, Charles Ader, or Chugger, decided that he was also going to penalize her as a student athlete, so she felt the brunt of what you deserve for having a wrong opinion. And slowly but surely, her minutes were trimmed down. This former starting player was riding the bench. Why? Based on her performance? Absolutely not. She had secured that role as a starter, and it was only after she refused to bend the knee to Black Lives Matter that she started losing her time. And essentially, this coach made the position so toxic for this girl that she ultimately ended up resigning, no longer being becoming a soccer player and of course this is a clear and obvious first amendment violation as i described federal funding state university however you want to look at this this is a state employee attacking somebody based on their political beliefs specifically because they don't align with the political beliefs of the coach of the university it's absurd it's insane and of course she filed a lawsuit and i'm fully in support of our lawsuit now what i find really funny is that part of chugger's defense is first of all this totally wasn't a first amendment violation i definitely a hundred percent was not penalizing her i mean just because you can point to the fact that as a freshman she averaged 76 minutes on the field and then as a sophomore she was averaging 88 minutes on the field and up to the point of the game she she was averaging 88 minutes on the field and then he cut her playing time down to 29 minutes and then just five minutes over the course of the next two games that doesn't really mean anything that doesn't mean that he's punishing her based solely on her political beliefs that's absurd and one of the things that chugger also wanted to add in other than the fact that his starting midfielder suddenly became a terrible player right when he realized that he didn't like her political beliefs was the fact that he's just kind of a jerk to everyone and he gets in a lot of people's faces and that's just his coaching style he's just rude and disgusting and off-putting to a bunch of different people so even though he set up this stupid unity pledge he tried to get all the teammates on board with it and then when she didn't get on board with it he punished her you, you know don't worry about it just forget about it it's a okay it's uh, nothing to see here i totally didn't violate this person's first amendment now to be clear that is the absolute worst part of chugger's defense chugger actually has a better argument from his defense and it would be bad of me not to share that portion of the argument so what he says is that kirsten was actually not the only player to not kneel for the national anthem what he says is that there were actually two other players that did not kneel as well and they suffered no loss in playing time or anything like that but here's the thing those other two players happen to be on scholarship which kirsten argues is the difference so essentially him significantly reducing their playing time or forcing them off the team would force them automatically out of the university and thus open them up for a lawsuit it is likely because it's not only based on the kneeling apparently there's some text messages involved that he was targeting kirsten not just for her refusal to kneel but also for stated political beliefs on the internet that he also didn't like so essentially she spoke out more he didn't like that more that's why he punished her more and she was more vulnerable because she wasn't on scholarship like the other girls now what's also interesting is that this wasn't the first prominent case to come out of virginia related to the first amendment and related to people being punished based on the fact that they don't accept woke orthodoxy the university of virginia right when this lawsuit was initially filed not in this recent update 
where the judge says they will proceed to trial, actually had a lawsuit where somebody was expelled, a student, for challenging a professor based on his belief that microaggressions were absurd, not this secret form of racism that our unconscious mind just throws out at everyone. So you have a student expelled at the University of Virginia. At the University of Virginia, another First Amendment rights challenge is before the courts after a former UVA medical student says he was expelled for challenging a faculty member during a panel discussion on microaggressions, an unintentional or indirect type of discrimination. The lawsuit filed in September of 2019 claims student Kieran Batacheria was told to seek counseling and was eventually expelled for not upholding professional standards. This girl forced off the soccer team at Virginia Tech, which should lead us to wonder what the hell is going on in Virginia. Now, to be clear, I'm not going to go off on this whole rant about why Colin Kaepernick was a story versus why this wasn't a story. Obviously, one of the reasons why Kaepernick was a story is that the NFL is the biggest league in the United States of America, or none, and Colin Kaepernick was a quarterback for that league. If you'll remember, there were a bunch of other players that were kneeling for the national anthem that got no attention because they weren't a quarterback. Also, and people forget this, it wasn't just kneeling for Colin Kaepernick. He wore anti-cop socks. He wore a pro-Fidel Castro shirt in Miami. He said a bunch of things. In fact, we covered a video where Colin Kaepernick was advocating for a murderer to get out of jail, and a CNN contributor of all people who wrote the book with the widow of the officer who was murdered actually produced a rare stunning segment from CNN where he rebuked Colin Kaepernick's each and every point invited him on the show and Colin Kaepernick of course did not say anything about it and just try to pretend like that didn't happen I did a whole video on that you can look at that in the description but it is notable that this actually is a first amendment violation that unlike the Colin Kaepernick story which may have been a story of the owners colluding against him by the way he did a lawsuit over that and he may or may not have gotten a settlement so Kaepernick might have gotten more money out of the NFL based on the fact that they booted him from the league maybe a year or two before he would have been forced out of the league but yeah first amendment violation Virginia soccer Virginia Tech University apparently this is totally fine the coach hasn't been removed it seems like a pattern in the state of Virginia but it barely gets any attention and congratulations to this girl for picking her target accurately for presenting her case well because she filed this lawsuit last year immediately when this happened and a judge has ruled that they will have to proceed to a trial phase so if Chugger wants to make the case that he totally didn't bench this girl out of nowhere that he clearly benched out of nowhere based on a free speech violation he'll have to make that case for a jury and I wish him no luck at all whatsoever I hope he loses I hope Virginia Tech loses because until these universities start paying through the nose for their first amendment violations we're not going to be able to secure freedom of speech on campus but hey those are just my thoughts let me know your thoughts down in the comments below if you like the video you show me by leaving a like you can subscribe for more content follow me on all my social media support me via the support links in the description box of this video this has been me talking about a first amendment violation out of virginia tech till next time